0: Hey, this is a Richard Sherman podcast brought to you by Super Draft Fantasy, the official fantasy partner of Caesar Rewards. To all my PFF listeners, it's time to get hooked up when you play. Get a $10 bonus when you deposit 10 by using the code PFF at registration. Just download Super Draft and start playing games like Super 15. Get your hands on some cash prizes, Caesar Rewards credits, and more. We're even hooking you up with free PFF Elite subscription when you sign up. Just download the SuperDraft app on Apple or Play Store. Use the code PFF when you create an account, deposit $10, and get a free PFF Elite subscription. The offer is only eligible for new accounts. Sorry, everybody who's already subscribed, but new accounts, it's exciting. Superdraft paid fantasy contests are available in 34 states. Must be 18 or older to play. Paid contests in most states. Visit Superdraft.io for all eligibility restrictions. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. Don't you ever talk about me. Picked off It is Richard Sherman. It's picked off by Sherman. Now, buckle up. Here he goes. And it is intercepted by Richard Sherman. All right, all right, Welcome back. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast. I got my guy Mitch Eisenstein with me as per the use. You know, he took a week off, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, An exciting day in football, as you can see. Uh, Obviously, the Calvin Ridley gambling will get addressed that Uh, Aaron Rodgers got big bank.
1: Richard, we're here to discuss the Josh Reynolds signing with the Detroit Lions, a uh, two-year, $12 million. That's the big news of the day. I think we can all agree.
0: And we all agree to that. <laughs>
1: hmm? Hmm? Uh, Richard, what happened? What, like, Let's just jump right to the chase. Um, the Seahawks made a big, big move today. Your former teammate, Russell Wilson, getting traded to the Denver Broncos. It's a sizable trade. You know, there's numerous players involved. two first, two seconds, a fifth. Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris for Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder. Let's just start off your initial gut reaction to that deal.
0: Um, inevitable. This was an inevitability since the man asked for a trade last year. This was inevitable. This was an inevitable conclusion to this because... Since that moment, you know, it's been, hey, is it Russell or is it Pete? You know, who's the problem? Who's the solution? Who's the problem? Who's the solution? Who's the problem? Who's the solution? Well, now you're going to figure it out. You know, Seattle has a long way to go. They have big big, hold, big, big shoes to fill uh, after the trade. I'm sure that the, the trade pieces they receive make me more curious than, than anything. Because I don't think everybody's like, oh, are they going to put Geno out there? Are they going to put Drew Locke out there? No, they're not. They're not they're not uh, not not on purpose. They're setting themselves up to be in the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. I think that these pieces that they're putting together are the pieces that they're going to need to work with the Houston Texans to get Deshaun Watson. I think that Pete will assume the best and think that Deshaun's legal issues will get resolved in the near future before the draft and they can make a trade with the Houston Texas using some of the pieces, not all of them, some of the pieces that they just got uh, for Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson gets a fresh start. He gets to go to one of the toughest divisions in the AFC with, I mean, arguably some of the best quarterbacks in the AFC in general, and he'll have to compete. He'll have to, you know, Denver has a lot of pieces. They have uh, Jerry Judy. They have um, pieces on the defensive side of the ball. They have pro bowlers. Um, let's not forget Sutton. Um, they, and they have a running back. They have a running back who, 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 who did incredibly well last year. Uh, so they'll have a chance, but they do have to compete with the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, Justin Herbert and the chargers are not going to be an easy out. Derek Carr. He's not going to be an easy out. You know, those are division games in the AFC West are always competitive. You see weird stuff happen. You like, man, how did the, how did the Chiefs lose to the chargers? Or how the Chiefs lose to the, to the, uh, Raiders or vice versa? And so it's not a cakewalk for anybody, but I think both sides would be happy.
1: You, you, Richard, the way you laid it out, if I was a Seahawk fan, you're you're calming me down. You're you're saying that there is, there is hope on the horizon for the Seattle Seahawks. What do you think this trade, I mean, truly brings to the Seahawks? Do you think the fans need to be worried? Is next year going to be a rebuilding year or is is Deshaun Watson if you're the GM, Deshaun Watson is the guy for them that they need to be focused on.
0: It depends on how the offseason goes. You know, I don't think I, I don't think you kind of get, you know, if you get to to yeah, to August and your roster still looks the same and you get a little worried. You're you're in a rebuild. That's not this is not a a team that is set up to win a championship. However, this is not that time. Now, the way um Rashad Penny ended the season, you know, 100 over 150 yards in like four to five, last five games. uh, That's Seattle's identity. Control the clock, run the football, control the clock. That makes for great defense. So then your defense is on the field less. You're you're extending drives. Your defense is well-rested. That makes for good defense. So I think Pete will go back to his philosophy, go back to what he knows. Hey, run the football, play great defense. Run the football, play great defense. And if you have somebody at the helm who can throw the football, it's not, you don't have to, they don't have to to win it all. It's not all on your back. It'll be, you, you, you do your part. You don't have to go out there and throw the ball 40 times. You go out there and throw it 20, 25 times. Don't turn the ball over. We'll run the ball. We'll play great defense. We'll win the football games. That's Pete's philosophy, and that's what they'll do.
1: They just need the legion to boom back to take him back to the promise man land rich. I think we can both agree with that. So uh, Russell Wilson on his side of the fence, um, like you said, this is something that he asked for clearly a trade. Uh, he got what he asked for. Uh, what do you think the Denver Broncos look like? Uh, What do you think Russell Wilson and his future looks like? It appears to me that he's going now into probably the toughest division in the league. Um, he's got some serious weapons, you know, Denver has definitely built out a strong, strong supporting cast before choosing to bring in the quarterback. You know, they got Javante Williams at running back. They got Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Courtland Sutton, a number of huge playmakers, and their defense is pretty stout. So, you know, obviously they're going to have to play the Chiefs twice, the Raiders twice, the Chargers twice. Where do you think this all nets out for Russell and his future and his legacy? uh,
0: uh, This is going to be kind of legacy-defining. Because this is him out on his own. This is him with, a. Hey, this team went all out for you. They want you. They think you're the answer to their problems. So he goes out there and he goes to Denver and takes them to a championship and takes them um, places. Then he will be known. It's just like with, with Belichick and Brady. You know, I mean, not on, on the same scale, but it's like, hey, if Pete goes and has success without Russell, people will, people will speculate. If Russell goes and has success without Pete, People will speculate if they both have success, then great. People will still speculate. I mean, if nobody has success, people are going to speculate, they're going to speculate. So at the end of the day, people are going to talk, but for Russell, it will be career defining in some ways, because if he wins with this team, then it'll be his team. He won with, it'll be hey, Russell Wilson came and took this franchise to a championship. If he does not win in Denver, people will lose their jobs. People will lose their jobs. If he doesn't go to Denver and they go have great success and win some AFC West championships and, and, win, and go, go to the AFC title, going to the AFC is no game right now. It's no joke. It's, no, it's not for the faint of heart. You go to the playoffs and you got to, eventually you're going to have to deal with the likes of Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you're going to have to deal with twice a year. So you might have to see him a third time in the playoffs. Don't forget, Lamar Jackson is still out there. He's still out there. <laughs> if Belichick and the Patriots still have their scheme, they still have their system of doing things, and they're still going to be an issue in the playoffs. Like, it's Pittsburgh going to figure it out. They're going to find a, a quarterback, and they're going to find a way. There's a reason that Tomlin hasn't had a losing season ever coaching the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I don't expect that to start this year. So going to the AFC and expecting a hey, we're just going to we're going to get to a championship is not. Not all it is, it's not that simple. It's not simple by any means. I mean, the path to the championship is probably a lot clearer on the NFC side than it is on the
1: AFC side right now. Richard, the NFL has just kind of flipped over recent years. You know, it's always at the trade deadline and the offseason, like there didn't seem to be a whole lot of activity. And now I don't know if it's players speaking out more or teams, you know, taking a new path to success, but we've seen these huge, Landmark trades, you know, season after season last year was Matthew Stafford. We saw Carson Wentz move like big names. Now we're seeing Russell Wilson. Obviously Aaron Rodgers name was in the trade headlines and he chose to resign. Do you think this is the new blueprint to success, especially after what we saw with Tom Brady flipping teams and going to the Buccaneers, building out a team that is consistent across the board with the exception of QB and then going all in mortgaging your future, your draft picks. Going for that guy and going win now mode. I think we're in an exceptional time, but no, I don't think I, I I don't think
0: Tom Brady is going to go play for anybody else right now. You know, I think Stafford went and won it, but it wasn't as you know what I mean if they Tom went as a wild card team and he played magical. They had a magical run. Stafford went and played some good very good football and playoffs throughout, and they won. But I don't know if that's the, the clear cut answer with some of these quarterbacks that are developing right now. You know, I think. It, these are the, 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 the young guns right now are going to make it very tough to make that your way of doing things. Like, sure. Hey, we're just, because very few teams are a quarterback away. Like were the Denver Broncos, a quarterback away. Like if they get Von Miller back, they add another piece on defense. You know what I mean? They have, a, they have a great young corner. Uh, they got two great receivers. Like but do they have enough to say, hey, they're the class of the AFC West. Are they even the class of their division, even with Russell Wilson? Like, you don't, you don't, you, you, like, you don't clear cut. Nobody's going to say that today. If they say that today, they're, 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 because you can't say that with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs still there.
1: Right.
0: You can't say that. They've been to too many AFC championships, too many Super Bowls to ever say anybody just entering who hasn't played downs on the football field is the favorite over them in their division. So, you're not the favorite in your division at this point. So, it's it's to be seen. You know what I mean? Like, if it goes out and works out, then, then hey, Denver's front office is going to look amazing. The coaching staff, like, everybody's going to be happy. It's going to – Seattle's going to look like the Dole. But Seattle didn't have much of a choice once he asked for a trade. You have to – like, otherwise, you're dealing with uncertainty. your franchise?
1: I think this is a factory reset that the Seattle Seahawks needed. Um, you know, get cap space, get yourself a, a, a warship of, of draft picks. You know, now Seattle is in, in position to build, they've got a great receiving core, you know, they still have pieces defensively. Um, this gives them more flexibility. And I think, you know, Richard, we've talked about it for years. It seemed like ever since the Legion of boom was gone in Seattle, the team was just, consistently consistent, right? Consistently right there, consistently making the playoffs, maybe won a playoff game, but it wasn't the team that that was when you guys were in your dynasty mode. And, um, you know, outside of Seattle and Denver and, and the risk that you run in, in going all in on a quarter, quarterback like Russell Wilson is look at what happened in the Indianapolis Colts. You know, they, they traded quite a bit for Carson Wentz and that's a team that looks like they might be a quarterback away, maybe a quarterback and a couple playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Cause their defense and O-line is, is top in the t- tops in the league. Right. But you go out and you get the wrong guy. And now they're looking in the rearview mirror without a first round pick this year, you know, wishing they would have had it. Could have taken Malik Willis or someone along those lines. So there are pros and cons to each approach, but like you said, we're not going to know about Denver until we see him on the field. And even if right. we see him on the field and they're great, they might not even win their division. They might even come in second place in their division. Cause there are some great teams in that division,
0: right? It's going to be a dog fight. And, 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 but that more credit to Russell Wilson, if he gets it done, he will have earned a, a ton more. He have, he would have been, he would have succeeded in ways that have not been seen from him alone. Sure. Like, he would have been it, – it'd be an exceptional season. And you would say, hey, he be Pat Mahomes. He went out there and, and Herbert went out there and took over this division, went out there and won the Super Bowl. Like, that puts him – that gives him a lot, of, a lot of things to say.
1: That, 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 that takes away any doubt that there was doubt. about Russell Wilson. It gives him an exceptional opportunity to win now. So Any doubt. Yep. But if he doesn't. But if he does
0: not. It creates a lot of doubt. Creates a substantial amount of doubt. Cause then the conversations begin. The whispers start. Just like if Tom Brady would have not made the playoffs after Belichick, the whispers would have started. They would have been, they wouldn't have been whispers. They would have been yell. people yelling. And but but let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, who got $50 million a year. He made the Packers literally pay for, for, for drafting love with the first pick. In 2020. <laughs> they made he made them pay. Like cash money, y'all are going to pay me for making a mistake. Pay me for the disrespect. Y'all could have taken an offensive lineman. Y'all could have taken a receiver. You could have taken a linebacker. You could have taken anybody. You took a quarterback. So now you have to eat your pride and pay me the most in league history when I'm 37 coming off my second MVP for the disrespect that they gave Aaron Rodgers. You got to pay. And they deserve to pay. Rich. He, deserve it. he deserve it. They
1: deserve to pay. I mean, green Bay is not a destination. I think a lot of guys want to go in free agency, right? They go there because of Aaron Rodgers. We've talked about this over the lot over the last month, right? It's Aaron Rodgers is that dude that everyone wants to play with. I'm sure you have wanted to play with them in your day. you right. I mean, for them to go and essentially slap him in the face with this Jordan love pick. And again, I almost feel bad for Jordan love because now you're looking at a guy who had a promising future, you know, definitely deserved, right. To be a late first round pick. But now, now that poor guy is going to be sitting on the bench for the next four years, probably going to be traded. And that changes his, his career too. But Richard, we're talking four years, up to two hundred million dollars. Like this is a, another, like one of its first of its kind quarterback deal. What What are your thoughts on these quarterback numbers? We're seeing this upwards of fifty million dollars a deal. There's rumors swirling about yeah, Matt Stafford getting upwards of forty five. Like there's not
0: never been a quarterback deal like this. I don't give. I don't care what about. I don't care about Mahomes deal. Mahone's deal is a struct deal structured long, long, long. This is a Essentially, a three-year deal, fifty-one million a year. That's not—that's unheard of. Didn't that's, they already
1: have to cut like fifty million to begin with going
0: into this this season? I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I, it, it, the way they treated a Rod, I would have made him pay it all up front. Pay me all up front for the disrespect. I didn't brush y'all. two MVPs. Like when people talk about the playoffs, like, okay, you know, he lost. He did. Kyle Shanahan is going to be a hard out in the playoffs for anybody. As everybody saw, like this year, he's going to be a hard out for somebody, whoever they went into. I don't give you dang. It's the one seed and he's a seven. It's going to be a hard out. You better bring, you better bring your playbook. You better bring your scheme. And so I, yeah, cool. I hear you four time MVP, like an all timer. Y'all set they set love up to fail. Because no matter how he came in, if Aaron would have left, no matter how he came in, unless he came in and had an MVP season, it's a disappointment. Packers fans have high expectations, high hopes, because Aaron has spoiled them in that way. you have your quarterback is going to play like an MVP every year and he might not get the award.
1: The transition from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, I think, spoiled the, uh, the Packers fans more than anything, right? No I mean, it's, it's like the transition for the Colts going from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. You know, it's right. like that kind of stuff doesn't happen, and franchises need to realize that. And like you said, now, that, now they're paying the Piper, and now they got to figure out what to do with Devontae Adams.
0: But, 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 but the love love might give them out. So many quarterback-desperate teams right now, so many quarterback-desperate teams, thirsty, thirst-trapped, love is a thirst trap right now he is that, a thirst trap bryce love is a thirst trap like because there's not a quarterback in the draft anybody loves there's nobody anybody loves where they're like hey if we could get this guy he'd turn our franchise around nobody nobody's saying that about any one of these quarterbacks not willis not pickett uh not I- any of them. not not uh ritter but if love was in this draft what'd you say
1: i mean yeah he probably. might be the best one in the draft they're talking about Malik Willis, like, you know, he's good. I'm seeing him mocked at two overall. I mean, Malik Willis is, a, obviously, he's got a cannon. I mean, he showed out during, his, during his, the combine, but, yeah, Rich, you're right. I mean, but what are they going to get for Jordan Love? Is it going to be that significant? I mean, what, what are we talking that's, about, a second, a third pick? That's what I mean. It's
0: how desperate can a team get at the end of his draft? Because they'll have to do it on draft day when teams are willing and dealing. Mm-hmm. And so, if a team is willing and dealing, and they're like, "Man, I didn't get the quarterback I wanted. I didn't get this guy. Man, I thought we were going to draft this guy. Uh-huh. What's the future going to look like? Ha uh-huh. ha! Bryce Love is sitting there. He's ah ha ha ha. Grab him. Here's your second rounder. Right. I don't think you can get it right now. I don't think you can you can go for that pick
1: right now and somebody say, "Hey, here's the second rounder for Bryce Love." Nobody's going to do it. When we're talking Bryce Love right now, we're talking Jordan Love. Jordan Love, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, right, right, right. But, Richard, and now, now the Packers are going to have to Love make a decision fan. on Devontae Adams. And we just saw today Mike Williams get paid, what was three years, $60 million. That is now setting, you know, the standard for wide receivers, and Mike Williams isn't even his team's number one. So what's Devontae going to get, 25 a year? You know, is he going to yes. sign a, a four-year $100 million deal? So yes. this truly is – Aaron Rodgers staying with the Green Bay Packers is very you know, deserving for him and, and great for that franchise. But this is going to be the downfall of the franchise, too, because now you're not going to be able to pay all these guys. And where do you go from there?
0: Yeah, it, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because you're going to have the best receiver in football still. You have a quarterback who's an MVP candidate every year, given to you. cool, perfect.
1: Right.
0: You can't pay your tackles no more you know, Smith and Smith. I don't know if we got the money anymore. Zaire Alexander ain't going to be as cheap as he used to be. He's going to need $20 million plus. Oh, we forgot about that. Oh, we forgot about these guys, but eventually you always have to pay the Piper and maybe they're managing the cap well, and maybe they, they have it. And they have a plan for all this. Cool. Good luck. Then they'll put a good product out there, but we'll see. I just think that, it's going to be hard for him. Hey, this is a Richard Sherman podcast brought to you by SuperDraft Fantasy, the official fantasy partner of Caesar Rewards. To all my PFF listeners, it's time to get hooked up when you play. Get a $10 bonus when you deposit $10 by using the code PFF at registration. Just download SuperDraft and start playing games like Super 15. Get your hands on some cash prizes, Caesar Rewards credits, and more. We're even hooking you up with free PFF Elite subscription when you sign up. Just download the Super Draft app on Apple or Play Store. Use the code PFF when you create an account, deposit $10, and get a free PFF Elite subscription. The offer is only eligible for new accounts. Sorry, everybody who's already subscribed, but new accounts, it's exciting. Superdraft paid fantasy contests are available in 34 states. Must be 18 or older to play. Paid contests in most states. Visit Superdraft.io for all eligibility restrictions.
1: All right, guys. You know, obviously, uh, we want to thank you to our sponsor, Superdraft. Throughout the season, we did our Super 15. Uh, With this being the offseason, we're focusing more on the NBA. And tonight, they got three pick'em specials, all prop bets. Uh, Richard ninety to see who's better at this. I'm not even sure who won last time, but I'm a guessing it was me. Um, I'll start again. And we got the, a slate of Warriors, Steph Curry over under 24 and a half against the Clips. How do you go under, right? I mean, over. i take him over from the perimeter on the game. I think he's going to hit the nine threes. Let's go with that. Nets, Kyrie Irving over under 23 and a half points against the Hornets. Uh, let's go under. I, I, the Hornets are a solid team. Man. I love watching them. They got the LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges and are really entertaining announcers. So Kyrie, I think, gets intimidated and, and goes under. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, over under 30 and a half against the Thunder. How, how do you go under? The guy is the Greek freak for a reason. We're going to go well over 30 and a half points against the Thunder tonight. Richard, I'll let Whoa. you take it.
0: Well, Steph Curry, we got to go over. He he's he's been in a bit of a slump um, since All Star break. I expect him to break out of that today. Get over. Um, I think Kyrie is going to take on the challenge. His, he has fresh legs because he has only played in half the games this season, I believe. Um, so the metal ball has 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 a lot of star power right now, and uh, I think Kyrie is going to want to put on the show. So I got him over. Uh, Giannis. Giannis, I think he's going to, you know, you eventually you got to slow down and I think he has 28 points today. I don't think he gets 31, <laughs> 28 points today. So I got him on under.
1: We'll see how it goes. All I'm right. projecting, I'm projecting a win though, Rich.
0: I, well, yeah, yeah, so, so am I. <laughs> and thank you guys for joining us. If you're, if you haven't already downloaded the super draft app, super Drafts super 15 pr- contest was during the season, but now we're doing the overs and unders. Use the promo code PFF for your first $5 game for free. No credit card required. Come on now, get in there. Is this a fun game? Enjoy yourself. See you next week.
1: It's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, you know, we've kind of went into today saying, man, what, what the heck are we going to talk about? And holy cow, like how the landscape of the day can change. You know, right. it was, we've seen uh, the NFL offseason is. It's turning more and more into the NBA offseason. And it's, it's cool to see, you know, different things transpire. And now we've got the NFL draft ahead of us. Um, Richard, we're going to do things a little bit different going forward. You know, we're going to bring on some, some top flight NFL draft uh, uh, prospects over these coming weeks. Um, we're going to bring in Sauce Gardner and, and Roger McCreary over the next uh, week. What, uh, let's jump right out into it and then we'll lock wrap things up. Who is the number one player defensively after the combine, after you've seen what's going on, after you've seen Jordan Davis run a a four, eight at 360 some odd pounds. And after you've seen Malik Willis throw the ball 70 yards on a rope, who do you think helped themselves the most after this past week?
0: Uh, I mean, I just, you know, 90% of it is tape 90% of what they evaluate 90% of what they, who they're picking and what's going into that is tape. So I don't, I don't put a lot of stock into the, to the, to the combine like that. Um, Obviously the guys that you just mentioned helped themselves tremendously. Um, I think Kyle Hamilton might've, uh, you know, you know, who, who knows, you know what I mean? He ran four, six, people were expecting to run closer to four, 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 three. Uh, You know, they were expecting him top five before the combine and he might've hurt himself in the combine. But at the end of the day, when you turn on tape, he plays fast.
1: What about about Kenny Pickett with the eight and a half inch tans and, and, Aiden Hutchinson with the 32-inch arms and saying, you know, no one has had that short of arms in the last 15 years to be drafted, you know, inside of it. Joe Burrow the-
0: had, had nine-inch hands, and they, they took him one, and he just went to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I, I hear it, like, but it's just something to talk about. It's something that's feeding the NFL media machine. Like, I hear you. What does the tape look like? Sure. What does Pickett's tape look like? Does his tape look the part? Can he play? Okay, I don't care how big his hands are. You know they use all these weird measurables and like, oh man, I'm sure there's guys with with ten inch hands who can't play. Mm-hmm. Like you can have the, the perfect hands and and he has six six build and he's 240 pounds, well built, and his mechanics are perfect. But can he process? Can he process? Can he read the coverage? Can he do well under pro- pressure? What about when he gets hit in the mouth? Does he come back? Like those are things. That, the intangibles are the things that makes make the difference in football players. And I think. I think that's what teams are, are looking at studying more than this combine stuff. I mean, it's something for the fans to talk about. It's something to entertain people. That's why they put it on TV. But at the end of the day, a lot of these decisions are made. I don't think Sauce Gardner running four low, high four fours, low four fives matters to any team that was thinking about picking him up. If, unless he would have ran four seven, four eight, what do you run? All right, perfect, cool. Yeah. Like it's not going to change their opinion of him. And, that's why I'm excited to do this because I'm excited to go over the tape because the tape is what matters. I want to see – I want to hear what's in their mind, what they're thinking about um, d- during their process, what their what their process is, you know, in cover one, cover two, cover three, cover four, quarters, against a receiver, situational football. You know, I want to see how deep they're going into that. And I think that's the part I'm going to enjoy about this this uh, draft season.
1: Well, Richard, it's been uh, – it's been, a like I said, very great day. We were able to put together this podcast with a ton of exciting news uh, today. And next week, we're going to fire it up with Sauce Gardner and Roger McCreary. And we appreciate you guys tuning in.
0: All right, yep, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I can't wait for next week. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a little different. So you guys make sure you tune in. We might even have a, a vet in there. You know, we might jam pack it with a vet. Uh, old teammate Devin White says he wants to get on the podcast, so we might figure that out too. Uh, appreciate you guys. Subscribe if you're new. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Keep the traffic.